0: Have you ever thought about how incredibly complex I spit is? It may only be 99% water, but just saliva isn't simple. That remaining 1% holds incredibly meaningful information that could change everything. And I'm not just talking about your family tree. Hi, I'm Baratunde Thurston, and on this season of Spit, an iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe, we explore how DNA isn't just about ancestry. It can also be key to understanding your health. What's up, you, and welcome back. Jason McIntyre, host of the Straight Fire podcast, is the go-to person for bold opinions on the biggest stories in sports today, including the day's biggest sports betting topics. As an avid sports gambler, Jason knows the most valuable commodity for someone placing bets is information. You can't make decisions on games without knowing all the proper intel. And he believes the same is true for his health. As a weekend warrior, it's important for Jason to have as much information as possible to keep him active, healthy, and competing in the sports he loves. So Jason decided to take a 23 Me test to see what his DNA could tell him about his health, and using that knowledge, how he could make the right bet on his future. Jason learns his biggest challenge might be changing his diet. As active as he is, the information contained in his health insights might make him think twice about his stay active, eat what I want lifestyle. Let's listen in as Jason breaks it down and maybe you too will be inspired to see what you can parlay from 23andMe. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
1: What is up Straight Fire fam? We have a Special episode of the podcast today, stepping out of our comfort zone, trying something new. We partnered with 23 and Me to kind of get some information on my health. Um, you guys know I play a lot of sports. I'm very active. I like to think of myself as a uh, weekend warrior. And you really have to... Know what your body's about and know your background and what you're made of and where you come from. If you want to optimize fully your body and your health as you age out of your 20s and 30s and get into, I'm leery to even say middle age, but um, you guys know we do a lot of sports gambling on the podcast, obviously. And the most valuable commodity you can have is information. Uh, I talk all the time on the podcast about how, you know, looking at injury reports, you look looking at weather reports everything throughout the week, every day, and the lines are moving, and you got to jump on it and take advantage to get the best number. And you can't just make decisions all willy-nilly if you want to be successful at gambling without getting all the information. And I feel like the same is true for my health. Um, and you guys know, listen, I am trying to live my best dad life playing tennis. I joined a tennis ladder, won my first match, which was nice. Uh, I played in a basketball league in the summer, won a championship, a little humble brag, brag bleh, humble brag. Flex for you right there. Um, I've played in some uh, more soccer tournaments in the last three years than I had, geez, in the last 20. I did play competitive sports growing up, and I think I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. So, as I was growing up, I was like a pretty good youth athlete, Uh, more soccer than anything because I had the speed and kind of the the will and the desire to just want to get to the ball and, and race up ahead and score. And soccer was my best sport. I loved basketball the most. My parents would not let me play football uh, for understandable reasons, you know, concern over injuries and what have you. And I realized pretty quickly soccer was my best, so I did some club soccer. And I was pretty crushed as everybody started to mature and, you know, hit puberty. I was like a late bloomer. And you go to try out for the high school sports teams, and you don't make the teams. And you're kind of stunned because you've been playing sports. Uh, all these years growing up and excelling in some of them. I mean, I wish I had been a better basketball player, but what could I do? I I was a small guy. I I couldn't really, um, I didn't have the handle to be a point guard, and I was too small to be a shooting guard, but I loved hoops. So I kept playing and you know doing sports or what have you, Um, but it was recreationally. And my parents knew I always had loved sports, and they could see that I was ticked that some of my friends made the team and I didn't. And so they were like, "Well, you still like sports? Why don't you like go work for the local newspaper?" This was when newspapers mattered, way back when, and they were relevant. And so I like called up the local newspaper. It was like a weekly, and I was like, "Hey, you guys need me to uh, do anything?" And they're like, "Sure, you can come take calls for high school sports games." And that's kind of how my career got started in sports media. And you know, went from the newspapers to college, and I majored in uh, media arts and design. I think was the exact name. Local newspaper, got out, went to a newspaper, saw newspapers at that time were starting to crumble, pivoted to magazines, started a website, sold the website, get scooped up by uh, Fox in 2016, and I come west. And I had played in some basketball leagues in New York, but I was never like a healthy eater, and so I was always like in shape because I would work out and run. I'll, I'll never forget me and my wife moved, well, girlfriend at the time, moved to Brooklyn. And we were close enough to the Brooklyn Bridge that Saturday mornings, we would wake up, go to the gym. And then after the gym, she would head home and I'd run across the Brooklyn Bridge and back. And it was just incredible. You know, the weather is amazing. And, and I, I wanted to be healthy. I was, I, again, the diet was always an issue for me. And you, you can only go so far when you're just doing one and not the other, right? And... Played in some basketball leagues in New York. Then we moved out to Pennsylvania. Played in some basketball leagues. And I was was basically a better athlete late into my, you know, 20s and 30s than I was as a kid. Because I'm just in better shape. And eventually, I did, you know, run a little track. Well, not track. I ran a couple uh, races, like mile and 5K. And I started to realize my strength is in the short term, like a, a one-mile sprint as opposed to a 5K, uh, which I think is 6.2 or 3 miles, whatever it was. And all this le- is leading up to, you know, how do I optimize what I've got going, whatever that is? How do I optimize that, and t- which enters 23 and Me, And what they're able to do is provide like a deep dive into my health background, my traits, my wellness, and it can be a pretty instrumental factor in giving me an edge in staying fit and healthy. Um, a, a, as I age, and I, I again, I hate using the word as I age because I still feel like I'm in my 20s, like I can guard young guys playing pickup basketball, uh, I can outrun guys in soccer on the field. You know, like I come west, and it's weird because everybody's in ridiculously good shape out here in California. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say I got into all the hippy dippy avocado toast stuff. Um, I've dabbled, I've dabbled, but by and large diet has been my big weakness. And in 23andMe, you're able to dive into your health and wellness to a level that I I just couldn't get researching myself online. And one of the things um, in terms of uh, the in-depth profile 23andMe provided was, you know, they do look at genetic muscle composition. And I know that's going to sound like a weird phrase to some people, but once you do the 23andMe deep dive and you look at it, you're like, holy cow. And, of course, at the same time, I start telling my parents and uh, siblings, my brother, that, yeah, I'm doing 23andMe. And, obviously, I have – I'm sure you guys know my background is is mixed. Um, my, my mom and dad come from the Caribbean. Uh, long story short, my mom's from Guyana in South America. And so she's mixed with mostly Indian but a bunch of other stuff. And then my dad is from a tiny island, Dominica, in the Caribbean. It's not one of these built-up tourist traps, if you will, in the Caribbean. It's one of the greener spots in the Caribbean. They don't have a lot of cruise ships pulling up. Pretty cool uh, island that I've never been to, actually. My dad's told me a lot about it. And given that background... You know, my brother and I, growing up, we were like, oh, we 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 kind of hang out with a lot of my mom's family. We, we called them Indian jams, and then of course, you know, we uh, had other stuff in us. So twenty three of me is able to give us the detailed background. Hey, you are this percent Indian and this percent African American and this percent European, and it's a pretty cool breakdown. And that and that's like the the starter for knowing your background, but. When it comes to the health and wellness, like you can't really get that until you jump into 23andMe. And when I told my data that, that I looked into it, I'm like, hey, I've got this weird muscle composition. It's actually pretty good for athletes. He's like, well, yeah, you know about your grandfather. And, of course, I knew a little bit about it. But, you know, it's not like Dominica and Guyana are similar to America where you can just look back at several generations fairly easily. And it's documented. This is the Caribbean. Different speed. So it turns out my dad puts me onto a book which is written about soccer in Dominica and generally the islands over there. And it turns out my grandfather was like an amazing soccer player. In, the, in a book that chronicles the history of soccer in Dominica and largely the Caribbean, it talks about my grandfather being like one of the best scoring forwards of his generation back in like the 1920s. And one of his siblings was also on the team and just incredible. Now let's take
0: a moment and listen to a story of how understanding your health begins with understanding what your genetics say about you. Natasha's 23andMe journey led her to an amazing reconnection with her dad.
2: It was kind of like an out-of-body experience, you know, because uh, me and my father was my journey since I was maybe five or six years old. In your life, you meet people, even your spouse, your kids, but you never meet a person who's a mirror to yourself. To meet my father and just to look at him, look at his eyes, hear his voice, it's just an amazing experience that, you know, um, after 38 years of you imagining everything, you you can't comprehend it.
0: Natasha's 23andMe connection also helped her discover valuable insights into her health.
2: The the main um, health history I learned is that uh, my father has high blood pressure, right? And my mom has it too. And that to me just sends all kinds of alarms in my mind to say, hey, I am, you know, a high category of getting high blood pressure as well. So uh, my mission, you know, in order to make myself not, you know, become that category is to just make sure I eat healthy, you know, make sure I'm living a stress-free life as best as I can.
0: 23andMe helped Natasha answer questions about her history and her health that have changed her life.
2: If you're just feeling empty out there, I mean, just take them steps to, you know, get yourself better, answer your questions. And I would have felt that if I didn't take the steps that I needed, I would have always wondered, you know, not only for myself, but for my kids. So uh, I think it's very important. Just take your help out, you know, live your good life, but you can live an even better life knowing you know, what you're
0: fighting up against. This story was brought to you by 23andMe. Learn more about your ancestry and get personalized genetic insights into your health. Get started today
1: at 23andMe.com. And so after going into 23andMe, I go into, you know, my dad with this and he sends me the book and it's like just kind of mind-blowing stuff. Like, wow, this is kind of where you know, I like to find out where I came from. And I don't know if a lot of you guys have that. Um, I know some friends I've talked to, you know, they look into their parents' background and the, their parents' parents and just the idea as you get older. Now there's probably some 20-year-olds thinking about this, like, I don't know, I don't really care about where I came from. Because, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're living for the now. When you get a little older, you get some perspective and want to maybe look back a little more. And just knowing that You know, my grandfather was an awesome soccer player, kind of spurred me and actually had me bring it to my kids and say, guys, just so you know, your dad's not some whack job who just talks about sports on TV and on podcasts. He likes to play sports. And oh, by the way, where do I get this from? Because my parents, you know, they they came to America, um, mostly the 50s and 60s, and they were not huge sports fans. They were more into cricket, which is not an American sport. And how does Jason end up loving sports and talking about NBA all the time and NFL constantly? Well, it, sports are clearly in my background, and playing sports obviously more than talking about on television or whatever. But you're able to look into, thanks to Twenty Three and Me, your entire health background, which is actually pretty cool because, um, you know, it, it can help me. Now I don't know that it's going to help everybody, but it can help you kind of focus and to a, to an extent play to some of your strengths. But that's just like one aspect of it. Um, and I talked about diet being like a major issue for me. I'm definitely the kind of guy who at dinner will slow play the main course because I need to save room for dessert, whether it's churros. I'm not huge on ice cream, Um but whether it's churros, like chocolate, lava cake, donuts, all that stuff, I just love it. And eventually I go into 23andMe and I'm I'm looking and I'm like, well, wait a minute. All the sugar. Jeez, um, am I eating am I eating right? And, and you figure out you're not really eating right. And then it's like, oh wait. I ha- I am predisposed for one variant of chronic. Kidney disease, which is a little bit scary. But then you read it and say, well, you're not really in trouble uh, unless there are two uh, two variants detected. So not that I'm in the clear, but it actually got me thinking more about my diet. Um, I For a while there, I had totally cut out caffeine. 23andMe has a uh, whether or not I'm likely to be uh, a, a large caffeine user or not. I, I, I promise you this. I never had a first cup of Starbucks until I was like, I don't know, maybe like 28, 30 years old. Just never been a coffee guy. My parents, obviously, I mentioned their background. Tea was a big factor for them. So I had been like a tea drinker, but not regularly or anything. Um, and then I started to try coffee and got into it. And then I, again, 23 and Me has a coffee breakdown. Um, whether or not that's something that you can kind of get into, uh, I don't know. You'll have to try it on your own. But I also looked at the aspect of sleep. Now, I don't know about you guys, but as someone who is on a screen a lot, unfortunately, and constantly busy, two young kids, we now have a dog, you're juggling a lot of stuff. And sleep for me has been a massive issue. Um, Especially, you know, in the last like 15 years, it's just, you know, it's just a lot going on. And falling asleep, not a problem. Staying asleep is a struggle. And, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, damn. I got to do this, that, and the other tomorrow. Should I open my phone and put this in a note so I remind myself? But if you look at the phone, you know it's game over. You can't really go back to sleep for a while. And they have a section... um, called sleep quality in 23andMe that says that I am less likely to be a deep sleeper. So part of me thought it was me. It was my issue that I just could not stay asleep. Well, 23andMe kind of cleared that up a little bit, a little bit, just a little, no no fully definitive 1000%, but it's pretty clear that this is like a problem that's kind of genetic not I don't want to say a problem that might be too strong but this is something genetic in me that I'm just gonna to have to deal with um, and you know 23 me has a section on sleep which is kind of cool they have a wellness section uh, on gaining weight um, fortunately I, I'm predisposed to weigh about average which is always nice to hear um, and and I gotta say it was just a great experience to be able to dive into the health and wellness and and um, kind of help me try to be the best version of me that I can from a health perspective. You guys already know I'm going to be prepared for sports and to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and Tom Brady and the crumbling Bucks and Ken LeBron win one more title in the Lakers. I'm going to be able to do all the homework on that. But to do the homework on my health and background and wellness, I I need a 23andMe. So it, it kind of was an invaluable tool that helped me diet, exercise sleep um it it, it was really an outstanding decision and uh i think if you guys are interested in trying to be the best you i would give the recommendation to 23andme and that's it on another dope show did this
0: episode inspire you to take a closer look at your health history your genetic makeup Who knew DNA could reveal so much about our past while also holding the keys to certain health insights that may impact our future? I continue to be inspired by these stories, and I hope you do as well. Catch you next time. Listen to Spit, an original podcast from iHeartRadio and 23andMe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.